totally not unhealthy podcast episode eight sat down with a good friend of mine and we talked about her relationship a lot what happens when you don't choose yourself in relationships and kind of just talked about dating nowadays and what that looks like so yeah hope you enjoy all right should we rock and roll you just have to give people a brief intro as to who and what you are since no one knows who and what you are who and what i am interesting <laughs> the funny thing is I've listened to some of your podcasts and I feel like everybody struggles with this question. They do. They're like, fuck. Yeah, what? Why don't you give a brief intro as to who and what I am? And what I am? Oh, no, who and what me. You are? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear your take on this. From what I've observed, you know, single mom partially, dating here and there over the years. Yeah. Um, wear your heart on a sleeve and a big sweetheart. Do the most for you and your little one. Mm-hmm. Um and you know sometimes you're just a little a lot too hard on yourself a little a lot is absolutely correct yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i think yeah you nailed it kind of sort of a little bit accurate pretty much okay yeah that's me in a nutshell i guess yeah i think there's a lot more than that but just 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 high level with a little bit of context i guess into what we'll probably get into so yeah for sure Let's not forget I lift heavy things. It's really fun. Picks up the world, puts it down. <laughs> this is to. where you just vent all of the rage. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> if I didn't have the gym, man, we would be in trouble. And then you like snowboard down straight oh, double black right. mountains, no how problem. Did, how did we forget that? that I don't know, you're basically Sean White, but way less ginger. Pretty much way cuter, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting looking cat, so sure I'll give you that. Is. Yes. Okay, why don't you fill me in on what's been happening in your life? It's been, what, like four or five months since we got it? No, three? Two, two, three. I'd say two. Okay, two months. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man, where do I start? I'm going to, just just to catch everyone, what I recall and remember, you know, Mm -hmm. you were in a pretty intensive relationship where you weren't sure where it was either level up Mm. or get the fuck out of my life, dude. It was a situation ship. That's the worst part. I wouldn't even call it a relationship. Um,. That we are just friends. So that didn't materialize into anything. Um, obviously still trying to work through kind of the logistics of being friends after there being something else there. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, though, at this point, it's more the focus has shifted more to me. So I've just started to kind of pay more attention to certain patterns trying to break those because I seem to get myself into kind of the same sort of situation ships with people and so I'm just trying to kind of navigate what I can do differently on my side of things to avoid that going forward because I mean let's be honest I'm kind of sick of being single and my clock is ticking so stressed about that yeah definitely uh yeah that's hit more recently I had a conversation with a couple people actually about it. And I mean, Hudson's getting older. He's five and a half now. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting any younger. And so, I mean, if the reality is, I mean, it takes time to meet someone, to get to know somebody. I don't want to rush into anything. Um, obviously, I've been in a bad situation before. Kind of don't want to repeat that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, then it's like, okay, when do you decide to have kids? How long is that going to take? And I mean, I get it. I'm not in control of that timeline, but at the same time, I don't want to just completely write myself off at this point and say, like, hey, I'm not dating anybody, I'm not even looking, because, I mean, I don't have a ton of time, so I don't want to just take myself off the market entirely. I mean, it's been four and a half years, so time to move on, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard dating. I think anybody can attest to the fact that dating right now is horrendous. <laughs> so The world's in an interesting uh, spot, and people yeah, are... I don't know. I think most people are either just very busy or overwhelmed, and, you know, on the up and up, or they're shitheads and they're burning. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I definitely am overwhelmed and way too busy and I think that's partially I would like to say it's a coping mechanism but it's honestly just my chaotic psycho crazy circus life of being a single mom and working shift work and you know like who gets a puppy when they have absolutely no time to begin with but I mean I love him so yeah I was gonna say (laughs) it's like the perfect little addition to the family it was honestly he's the best but yeah I mean it's definitely taken up a lot of my time and I found that dating is definitely challenging because I just don't have the time to invest and so what I find is that if I end up do investing a decent amount of time into somebody Mm -hmm. I get pretty I don't like using the word attached but it definitely is a bit of an attachment um, where it's like okay well I've already invested this much time I want this to go somewhere I obviously see something with this person and so if they don't reciprocate those feelings or it doesn't work out for some reason I have a lot harder time letting go of it because it in my mind it felt like it I've already put so much time into it it should have just materialized into something so what's your end game ideal what do you envision for yourself what do you want um good question I (laughs) (laughs) I no pressure (laughs) that's hard to define but I mean now that I've gotten, you know, as I've gotten older and I've dated different people and I've had a kid and I've kind of been here, done that with different situations, you know, it's more of as much as like a romantic relationship is definitely still something I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. It's my focus is more of a partnership, like even like a best friend just to do life with, which essentially is what I would expect a relationship to be anyway. Yeah. But it's a lot more... Uh, there's a lot more to it now than just like oh let's you know I'm gonna meet somebody we're gonna do all these fun things together it's like no okay like we're helping each other grow and and get further in life and reach our goals and just grow into better humans and I mean life is fucking hard right now and it's nice to it would be nice to know that someone's got my back and that I and that I have theirs too right and we're working towards kind of like a common goal so kind of just a partner in crime i guess someone to just be there to help me and i help them and sometimes maybe take a little of the load off because fuck me (laughs) it's hard to do it all yourself but yeah i don't know it's tough i mean that's a big ask too you know what i mean especially being a single mom i found that that's been a huge struggle is that you know a lot of people say like oh i totally want kids yeah that's no big deal and then they Mm -hmm. realize what dating a single mom actually entails and they bail so it's hard for sure but that's okay do you find you almost have like nerves and anxiety around that initially when talking to people oh god yeah i i have massive anxiety even just having my kid around people in general because i i what do you mean people in general just (laughs) in general general like people you're potentially starting to see what um that one's hard to define. Uh, I, okay, this is really hard to define without sounding like a total asshole. I get anxious having my son around. Um, 
without knowing how people feel about kids because I know that there's a lot of people that are like either annoyed by kids or find them to be a burden or inconvenience so I just kind of tiptoe around like who has access to my son which is always a good thing no matter what I'm not just gonna like I don't know, have anybody and everybody meet him. Yeah. Especially like a romantic thing. I think I've made that mistake in the past where I've introduced him too early. Yeah. Because in my my state of mind at the time was I I feel it's important to know what kind of chemistry they and had. Testing the waters yeah. to see if it was viable. Yeah, but I guess I needed to test the waters with just myself first before bringing him into it because, you know, it's hard for them to kind of lose that person. Even though he's really young, he gets it. He understands. He, you know, asks about them and I have to try and explain like, oh, they're just not coming over anymore. So, so it's hard. I'm curious then in those situations where you know, you thought you might have introduced someone a little too early was that a situation where you saw some good in the situation you were like shit this could be it but there was maybe a few things you tucked under the rug you're like i don't know about that it feels a little weird but you're like no no it's cool it's fine it's fine there's that good and this feels good it's cool and then you wanted to see how him and hudson reacted because if it was really good you'd be like yes this is good well we both know that i am notorious for ignoring red flags so yes <laughs> i can't lie about that um no i think ultimately it comes down to two things being as busy as i am i found that you know doing things like okay say we'll take hudson to the park he'll go and play so he's not directly involved with the person and like we'll just sit and chat and do whatever mm -hmm. and spend time that way because ultimately that just ends up being the time that I have to spend with somebody. That's fair. So not that I want to say like, oh, I'm my son's meeting somebody out of convenience because that's not the case. Well, he's limited circumstances. You got to yeah. do what you can with what you have. Totally. And in the past, I mean, I have dated people with um, kids themselves. And so, I mean, that's a whole other element of knowing if the kids are going to interact well. And, you know, again, it's, you know, single dads only have so much time. Single mom only has so much time. Well, let's get to get the kids together. They can play. Everyone's having fun. We'll sit and chat, get to know each other. All is well at the end of the day. But, I mean, that's also hard because then they get attached to the kids. So. Right. Do you feel a little <laughs> anxious right now? Yes. Can you tell by my coloring? <laughs> I could tell by all of it. Am I rambling? So, <laughs> I'm just curious in the sense where. It's hard to digest, and it's such an easy fuckhead thing to say. Be like, oh, wow, look, everything happens exactly as it should. Right. Uh, <laughs> but in actuality, in this situation specifically, mm -hmm. um, the first thing you said, you know, when you start to worry about, like, oh, like, how is he going to be with Hudson, this, that, and the other, I don't think it fucking matters. I think you should just be you, and if this person doesn't accentuate your life, first and foremost, you, yes. Hudson outside of it, well, then he doesn't even meet Hudson. That's true. And then if he passes that test and you're like, yo, this dude, okay, I see you, this feels good. Mm -hmm. Then, like, I, in the same way that he sees you in a limelight and adores you and appreciates and respects you, that will just be an extension for your son. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And I think, like, everything you started getting into and how, like, it was notably making you anxious, 
I think those might be some of the loops that are like fuck and they just get you stuck a little bit but then like the problem being if you get like into that headspace even when you start considering dating again or you're like oh, I'm gonna go meet this person and you're like oh fuck if any of those thoughts like start trailing in that direction it just in the same way that you felt anxious just now you're gonna be holding that energy in that space and if that's the energy that you're holding and that's the space that you're holding with individuals you know when you're beginning a relationship and you're going into it you're gonna be meeting some anxious individuals that on the same thing they're gonna be like oh fuck oh fuck oh shit she's got a kid i don't know if i can do this oh fuck i'm freaking out and they're gonna be like wishy-washy and in and out and yeah is the look on your face saying this is exactly what the <laughs> fuck has been happening? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say you nailed it on the head, but you kind of nailed it on the head. Um, well, lately I've noticed that I've been very quick to be unavailable. So even though I might meet someone that actually does prove to have potential, mm -hmm. I've noticed that I'm like, oh, I'm too busy, and I pull back. Or I can't, I already make excuses. I can't give them the time and energy that they deserve because I have Hudson and I have so much going on in my life. So why bother? Or, I mean, I could find any excuse in the book yeah. to pull myself away. Is it fear of just, you know, adding too much to your plate, being overwhelmed? Or is it more so fear of like that possible rejection or hurt that could come of the situation? I mean, I genuinely am just crazy busy in the sense that the idea of adding one more thing to my plate feels just, really overwhelming, yeah. and it's... It's totally fair. And, I mean, that's just the reality of it, but at the end of the day, I think the underlying issue is definitely the fear of rejection, because that's been a huge theme across my entire life. <laughs> and it's something that I've definitely tried to work through a lot where I don't allow it to affect my self-worth the way it used to yeah. but that is also incredibly difficult because I mean nobody likes to be told no nobody likes to be told you're not good enough or you know you've okay well we're gonna re re revert right back to this whole situation ship and that's exactly what happened mm -hmm. I mean we are literally best friends but it's just not there for him and that's something that I had to take a long time to get over because it felt like it was there for me and so to be told actually no that's not how I feel is really challenging to not take that internally and think like oh he wants to find someone better he's literally just like basically searching for someone that he thinks is better than me like that whole concept of someone's better is tough do you mind if I play devil's advocate yeah of course like I know that there was some strong feelings in that relationship and you thought the potentiality for it to be the real deal was definitely there mm -hmm. obviously I don't know the ins and outs of the details when it all ended but like hearing that you know you know you guys are trying to revert back to a friendship um, do you maybe think that that's you know just how you kind of alluded to earlier having someone in your life that you can talk to and kind of like spend a bit of time with the limited time that you have you think you might be like backsliding and defaulting to that just to have that uh yeah and you know what him and i have actually talked about that and who we, brought that up 
I did, but he he did say that he finds solace knowing that even though he's single, he has somebody that he can call whenever he needs to talk to about something who he wants. So peculiar. <laughs> you guys are like the married couple yes. with none of the married bits. Yes, that's exactly why it's Is confusing that as fuck. It's exhausting. Why are you doing it then? I'm telling you this right now. Okay, okay. Um, I get it because when I was younger, teenager, I was fucking on top of the world. I mean, my head was up my ass and I was like numbing myself with weed and I was like, everything's fine. Feel great. Life is good. I feel great. Um, But I was truly good being alone. I loved it. I was like, I don't need anyone else. Honestly, I was like, I'm just going to die on a molder and a pile of hookers and blow and I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And then I ended up in my first relationship, and it was this, yikes, four-year toxic on and off again. And don't get me wrong, first love, a lot of beautiful moments, but mm-hmm. looking back on it, it was completely asinine, and it should never have gone the length that it did. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I fucking hated being alone. It was brutal. I struggled with it so much, and I would start casually dating again when I thought I was good. Right. Not good. Just managed to shove my head deep back up my ass and continue on. And then I'd end up in a relationship and the cycle would repeat and it would get worse and worse and worse until it was so disturbing that I had nothing left. Um, But it was good because I didn't have the energy to hang out with people. I was like, fuck, I can't. Even if I wanted to, I'm like, who wants to like... Hey, Kayla, do you want to hang out? And I'm just like <laughs> laying on the bed. Like, did I'm a corpse. Literally just a corpse. Like I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So uh, kind of forced into needing to be alone. And then it took a while. I think for me it was like, fuck. I, I was kind of like, a, I said I was like a celibate monk. I was like, fuck, I'm so proud of me. I was like, I go out and tell Katie. I'm like, Katie, I haven't had sex in like three months. I haven't been <laughs> like hanging out with people. For you. I'm like... <laughs> I'm, I'm a born-again version. I'm a new yep. person. Um, and then, obviously, once I did start seeing people a little bit here and there, I, I think I intentionally set it up so that, you know, there was going to be nothing serious. Right. But the, the takeaway and the biggest thing out of all of it is that with the time that I had for myself, um, I was able to like enrich and build a little bit of a social circle and like lean on friends a little bit more and like have my social interaction that way mm-hmm. and it took me out of that space where I was like fuck I need my person like I just want someone to listen to me like the deep shit don't get me wrong it was lonely at times because like you can't truly get into the nitty-gritty and everything with you know you kind of you go down certain tangents and pathways with certain people but it is really that, you know, seldom one person you typically talk to where it's like, okay, this is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a little bit, and it was hard to get past that, but, like, when I did, I was like, fuck, this feels good. Mm-hmm. So, all in all, I'm like, my only worry for you is, like, just with that, like, slightly leering little, oh, fuck, I'm getting a little bit older, maybe, well, I'm assuming you want to have another little one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm fine. So you're like, fuck, getting a little bit older, clock's ticking, I want to have a little one, and I mean, don't get me wrong, this had never, even in all of my moments, I was like, fuck, it would be, that's, I think, the ideal for anyone, it's like, I want a 
person, someone like just like you said, it doesn't even necessarily need to be like that romantic, intimate thing. Because I had moments with friends where I was like, "Fuck, we're just like doing life together right now. This is so nice." Yeah, so well, that's cool. exactly where we're at. But we have. Yeah, but this, had... you you planted the seed, and the fucking <laughs> seed grew into a fucking I tree. Know. Now you got this giant tree uh, fucking following you around. God damn. That's a tricky spot. See. The thing is, and I've thought about that a lot, is, you know, is it like a codependency thing? Is it that need to always have somebody? And it's it's not because I've been on my own for so long and I have gone through spurts where, like, I'm totally fine doing my own thing. And even now, like, I have no issues doing everything on my own, being with myself, just sitting at home, totally fine. It's just... I think I've been doing that for so long that I actually am sick of it. Like, I'm tired of doing everything by myself. I'm <laughs> tired of that. Like, I've been there, done that for so damn long. It's like, hey, time to fucking get this show on the road. Do you think you did it out of necessity, not because you enjoyed doing it? No, I actually genuinely enjoyed my alone time. And after my relationship with my ex, mm-hmm. Hudson's dad, yep. I needed that time. That time after him and I split I needed a lot of time on my own to rebuild and don't get me wrong I rebounded really fast I attempted to date really quick thinking that I had grieved through that relationship and gone through all the steps and the whole process prior to us even breaking up because I was so done in the end Mm -hmm. but once I was out of that relationship and started to try to date other people I realized how fucking broken I was and I needed to just be on my own because there was no way I could be with anybody else in that state. And I mean, talk to my friends, my family. I was a shell of a human when I got out of that relationship. I was so beat down in so many different ways that mm-hmm. people didn't even recognize me. And I didn't know who I was. I had no idea. He completely ruined me. Um so I needed to spend a lot of time on my own and I did that and that's I mean that's where I got into the gym that's where I got into power that's where you know I started doing all these things for me I spent you know I took Hudson on trips just him and I like I learned that independence and I mean I was completely happy on my own and I love my time on my own I I crave it if I'm with somebody you know even when I'm dating somebody if I'm kind of robbed of that alone time I start to go batshit so (laughs) it's like leave me the fuck alone (laughs) (laughs) go hang with your friends Uh. so I mean don't get me wrong I definitely enjoy having someone around Mm -hmm. but I don't need it that's good that's very good yeah I don't I mean I know that I'm more than capable of doing things on my own I mean I've come this far I've done everything on my own thus far and I mean Hudson's turning out pretty great I think I've done fairly well for myself but mm-hmm. um and I mean I am content like that's a thing I am definitely content on my own but I mean it's just kind of getting to that point where I maybe need to put a little bit more effort or attention into a relationship because right now it's almost like I'm just expecting it to kind of fall into my lap okay <laughs> and I'm just gonna continue being yes, a shit I mean you told me this tree that you're dragging mm-hmm. around behind you that was this relationship that's now back to friendship. Yeah. You said it was draining for you? God, yeah. It's exhausting to be okay. confused about where you stand with somebody. How 
are you going to potentially meet this person that you would like to have in your life if you are you just have this leak of energy and this space that's full like yeah that's <laughs> a great question Bo if you have the answer please I, I mean I, I mean I could if you want I could just be <laughs> real blunt about it well I mean that's why I'm here now <laughs> I would expect okay. any less to do no I oh the thing uh. is I know the answer to this I already understand I'm that I'm sure you've thought about it a million oh ways to God, Sunday literally every day so why do you feel you can't cut him out of your life I don't know. I mean, <laughs> is is there a sliver of hope maybe that he pulls his head out of his ass and you because, can have this wonderful thing? Yes, of course there is. But I also like wake up every day with crippling anxiety that he's gonna call me and be like, "So I met somebody." What are you doing? <laughs> we like. Oh my god! From everything that this. I know of you and that I've observed and that I've witnessed and just like, I can feel people's energy. You are a stand-up, remarkable woman. Why the fuck are you notching yourself slow, so low on the self-worth thing? Just in regard where you're like, hey, peckerhead, <laughs> do you want to wake the fuck up? He legit told me I don't want to be with you, but I'm still holding on to hope. Like, how pathetic. I know. I get it. I know how pathetic it sounds. It's. I wish I could explain it. I don't know if it's just because him and I have just, because we are literally best friends. Like, I have not gone a single day. Neither of us have gone a day in over a year where we haven't spoken to each other. Like, but we have yeah, not huge. gone 24 hours. Yeah, that part of your identity it's is having this person wild. in your life. Yeah, and so it's just, like, I guess I'm just struggling to understand how to just let that go without being, like, what, just block him and say, okay, bestie, I'm out, see ya. I mean, I wouldn't be that crude about it. No. I personally it would be more along the lines of, look, this was potentially serious we started down that path yeah we both did mutually you did and i did and now you're like oh well i'm not sure and i'm kind of freaking out about it maybe <laughs> i don't think i can do it but you know what? they still like having you as a friend can we just go back on that but like motherfucker you yeah. you got in on it yeah. you can't go in and then like dude once you crash your car into a fucking wall you can't uncrash the fucking thing it's it's happened so in terms of like you and your well-being it's like hey motherfucker I'm all that and the cat's ass. And if you don't want to acknowledge it, yeah. love you but suck rocks, bro. It's true. I know. It's so much easier said uh, than done. God. Well, I mean, and we've had instances where it seems like it was, it seemed like it was going to come to that. Like, there's definitely been more tension recently because of the fact that you, in this circumstance, we can't just revert back to being friends. No. And I mean, obviously my feelings for him are different than what he tells me his feelings for me are. So he might be just fucking like having the best time, pig and shit, just chilling, loving having me around. Cause I mean, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He has someone to basically be his girlfriend without being his girlfriend. He's got like his cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? So he's loving life. Whereas I'm sitting here like dying. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just so torturous. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. But, I mean, we've had those conversations before. Because, I mean, the one time he actually was potentially dating somebody else, he had a conversation with her almost immediately before they s decided to date. And he said, hey, by the way, I have this best friend. It's a chick. We've slept together before. Oh, my God. And she said, okay, I'm not cool with that. And he said, well, then I'm not cool with that. <laughs> 
And this is what? Your heart fluttered and you're like, yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because I get it. Like, I'm also in the same boat where if I'm going to, if I meet somebody at any point in the next little while, they're not going to be comfortable with the fact that I'm so close with this dude who I've had, have feelings for. You're like, it's my best friend for life. And we had sex for a while. and But now we're just best friends. I, yeah, yeah. No one's down for that. Wait, no, what? No. Uh, I mean, I guess you could, if you really want to, you know, push the envelope and continue down this road. Like, there's, what is it, polyamory? Oh, God. You know? You know me, I'm not. I know. That's how you're in the situation right now. Pretty much. You're a giant romantic. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's a problem. With the wrong person. Okay. And let me just... Just take a wild guess here. Because mm-hmm. the last time I hung out, you were so close. I like, you were almost like, <laughs> you had energy. You were kind of beaming. You were yeah. like, you're like, fuck yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I just wanted a sounding board. I wanted to talk this up. This is right, right? And I was like, fucking looks and feels right to me. And then you went back and you had one or two, your finale closure conversation with them. And then you told me about how it went. And the way that you said it, I was like, he said some shit to you. He said some fucking shit to you. He fed you some fucking caviar. And then you're like, oh, maybe. Maybe he's going to f- do something. I don't remember what that was. I can't even remember that conversation. So if we don't, you don't have to. I'm just the concern and the worry is that like when you get the strength and the you're like, I got this. I'm going to do what's good for me. I have like my self-worth fuck you for like using me as a placeholder Mm -hmm. if he just like feeds you those words and gives you a little bit of hope to be like oh look this could be yeah I can definitely see that I think that's just where like my weakness in the sense of being able to just up and walk away comes in because A I don't like the hurt of losing somebody what's worse though that I know, or just the torture of every yeah. single day. I don't know. There's like that whole what is it? The big superstar like motivational fucking quote. It's like, life is fucking hard. Everything you do is hard. Pick your heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The thing is, like, I think for me, it's. I'm almost. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not testing myself, but I'm wondering if with time and, like, that continuous cycle where I can look at him and be like, for this reason and this reason, you're not recognizing how fucking sweet I am. You are using me as a crutch, essentially. Like, all the things. This isn't what I actually want in a partner, so can Mm. I look at him? Am I going to wake up one day and look at him and be like, I don't actually want to date you. You're kind of shitty. You're cool as a friend. You're just waiting for him to prove himself as a completely not okay candidate? You're like, just convince me you're trash so I can walk away confidently? That's the problem. I don't know if it's just because I give him too much benefit of the doubt. Well, I obviously do. But, like, again, we, him and I, have no issues having, like, the big, deep conversations about everything aside from us he can talk about his issues his whatever he wants like anything he's thinking he's happy to discuss it i'm in the same boat but as soon as it comes to anything related to us that may potentially rock our 
friendship, whatever the hell you want to call it, it's a lot harder to have that conversation. But because he's so open about everything else, it's like part, part of the time, some of the time I want to say like I actually know him better than he knows himself. And so that's why it's just such kind of a, it's a mind fuck because as he speaks about oh, I'm looking for this in a relationship and this is, you know, like this is my ultimate goal. This is what I want in life. I want to work towards this. I'm sitting there being like, uh-huh, yeah, I'm right here, uh-huh. I'm literally checking off all of your fucking boxes, you idiot. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't tell him that. He needs to see that. And if he doesn't, like, that's fine. Maybe I'm just not his person and that's totally fine. So can I... Am I strong enough to like let that go and realize that I'm just not it for him and move on and just be friends? Like that's kind of where I'm at right now is... Why are you giving him that power though? Yeah, I don't know. You gotta choose. You love... I'm bad at that. I always put everybody else first. I think that's the test. A huge toxic trait. The test isn't, Mm. hey dude... Let's just see if you're noble or shitty or a wiener or, like, you know, Prince Charming. Let's let's give it some time to see what's up. Yeah. And then, like, the more proof that I can gather and collect, then I'll finally know. Or maybe you'll finally know. Like, I think the test is you choosing him or yourself. I mean, he's not, like, I don't want to say, like, he's not choosing himself either, per se. Because you're both sitting in a similar spot where, like, it's like you're doing the thing. You're 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 each other's person. You're doing the relationship, but for but whatever reason, he's got his shit up and not matching your energy. Right. And that ha- honestly has nothing to do with you. You yeah. shouldn't even you shouldn't even thinking about that. You're like, F- I guarantee you rack your brain about it. But like, yeah. it shouldn't matter. Classic yeah. overthinker. If he won't explain that to you and he won't communicate that to you, if he can't have the conversation. With, you know, no smoke and mirrors and bullshit and, like, a little bit of, like, oh, you know, this and that and maybe just this leading breadcrumbing shit. It should be a pretty point and click conversation. I mean, because I think this is what we came to last time. Yeah. It was, like, there should be a chat. It's a v- easy conversation. And if he can't have the conversation, he's not in a place to be in a relationship with you or with anyone. And if he tries to do it with someone else... I guarantee the exact same thing happens or it gets caught up in goo goo gaga and he's like oh wow and she satiates his you know traumas and voids or whatever space that you know he needs filled and satiated and the cycle repeats itself I mean we've had a few conversations because I mean after we you and I spoke last time. I did have that conversation with him and I was very direct being like, listen, I can't keep doing this whole like back and forth confusing bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he has told me like directly more than once that we like he doesn't want to have a relationship with me because again, it usually comes down to Hudson and so Fuck that. I can't blame him anymore. I can only blame myself for not listening to the words he's like, like saying to my face. He's told me no. And I'm still like, oh, we'll just keep hanging out. No. <laughs> it's that whole like, well, I'd rather be friends than lose him. Even though it, it's like torturous sometimes. 
That's the test girl oh, right I there. Know, it's fucked up. You have to lose them. It's kind of like the thing. Okay. Because um, I coach people. And you know this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fuck, we even worked together once upon a yeah. time. This wasn't specifically um, anything that was really directly involved like with you and your circumstances. Because yeah. you, you know, you're fit. You're on top of your shit. Some people, though, mm-hmm. um, that I've worked with, they've really let their health deteriorate. Yes. And they describe what I would only describe as like living fucking hell. You know, you're exhausted all the time. You got brain fog, you're fucking, you know, overweight and you're just hiring to just exist and to be and to live. And it just continues though. They're like not eating well, not drinking enough water, not sleeping well, just letting stress accumulate in their life. And that's an inflammatory response. The body just gets more cranky and more cranky and more cranky. But the wonderful and amazing thing about the human body is that we're so built to survive and adaptable that we're like wow and then we're here in the present we're like i i I feel not too much worse than yesterday this is fine this is normal and then if you could just like snap your fingers and be back to where you were five ten years prior you'd be like holy fuck Like, like after working with some people and you slowly get out them you're like okay a little bit more water right and cut out this shit and they're like I feel so much better. And I'm like, just wait, there's more. And then another month passes, and I'm like, fuck, this is amazing. amazing. And I was like, just wait, there's more. I think you're in the exact same hole. Yes. And I've been here before. I have a very hard time letting people go. I can tell. (laughs) Obviously, like this whole 35 minutes has been about the fact that I can't let people go. I mean... (sighs) I, I just, I know you've been through some ringers, and I know yeah. you've dealt with some very toxic, manipulative, horrible people yes. that, you know, they took a toll on you and they eroded you. So, like, and I, I don't really promise people shit, but I promise you this. If you give yourself the space to not have, like, that weight, that drain, like, all of that, the stress, you know, using the analogy, the bad food, the lack of water, the lack of sleep... You're going to feel so good. Obviously, it's such a foreign concept that you like. You don't know what it, that feels like. You don't know that there's a better way because you haven't been doing it. Like, it's been so long, right? Right. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I know that feeling, too, because I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Where, like, well, I mean, I was in the worst spot possible with my ex. And it took me forever to finally leave. And once I did, it was like the world came off my shoulders. You were free. And I would never, like, the minute I walked out that door, I knew I would never come back. And I, I didn't. Like, I didn't even question it. Um, so I've always told myself I'm the kind of person that it takes me a really long time to be done. But once I'm done, I'm done. But with certain people that getting to that point of being done sometimes just doesn't happen because I'm content or allow myself to be content with what we currently have thinking oh this is enough this is fine and yeah you know what I'll like start dating other people and I'll become interested in someone else and eventually that person won't matter anymore but the problem is that that attachment and that connection is still there and it's like I can date as many people as I want but I'm always going to go back 
because that feeling is still there and it's always it's almost like I'm comparing being like oh well this new person oh I don't have the same feeling for them as I did for him so it obviously isn't the right thing self-sabotage <laughs> at its finest it's it's fucked to talk about this out loud honestly <laughs> <laughs> like, I know all this shit in my head. I realize, and, like, everyone who's going to be listening, I realize how pathetic this sounds. It's not. It it's, is. It's sad. It's, it's sad, sad for, like, your bad. It's like, I feel so for you. Sad. And but, I like, realize that. I'm like, who the fuck am I, like, allowing this to be a thing for me? Like, this is not... Would my son be proud of this? No. Would I be, like, happy to see this happening to him or for him to treat someone that way? I'd beat his ass. Are you kidding me? You can never treat a woman like this. So it's just like, I mean, I went through a really abusive relationship before and I allowed myself to be treated that way and I kind of made a promise mm. to myself it would never happen. So I guess maybe, I don't know if it's, it's because this isn't like severe. It's not a, I mean, I guess you could kind of call it abusive. Like, like if- you could in a sense for sure. But because it's not like anywhere near what I went through before. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still, I know he genuinely cares about me. He just doesn't want to be in a relationship. I'm just choosing to be still involved enough that I'm holding myself back from other people. And that's where it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't know why I allow myself still to remain in situations that I know are harmful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know if that just is something that I've done my whole life. Um, if it's something from childhood, like obviously I had a. I mean, our. I have a great family, but there was a lot of. Shit there. Um, kind of constantly now that I talk about it more I kind of do have an idea I mean my sister and I I feel like my whole life I've been kind of begging for her to acknowledge my existence Mm -hmm. um and I feel like I was basically an only child my brother and sister are quite older than me quite a bit older and so I always felt like I was just constantly saying like oh I wish I, my big sister was actually my big sister that I, you know, she acknowledged who I was and wanted a relationship with me. And I always kind of, I felt like I fought, I mean, still to this day, I fight for that. Um, I've definitely let it go a lot more than before, but, um, yeah, maybe it's just my whole life. I've just been kind of fighting for acceptance from people and it just seems to roll over in relationships too where if someone's saying no I'm like the fuck you are (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah I don't know that's a lot deeper than I've really ever gone with that but I know there's definitely something there I can admire the perseverance and the grit (laughs) and just like your ability to endure because that's uh, like that's a lot like you are a fighter and a goddamn warrior yeah but like why the path of the most resistance i don't know that's been my whole life man like so, it's just uh. that's that's the test girl okay <laughs> the way that i say it uh, like a nice little uh, spin on the whole like what is life what the fuck do we got going on here yeah you know we're these spiritual beings uh in these meat bag suits 
and we pick, you know, like, what do we need in this life? What's going to remind us of who and what we are, which is love? You're like, ah, this recurring theme. We're going to endure this over <laughs> and over and over again until we realize who and what we are and we choose ourselves. Yes. And that's yours and that's a rough one it's a rough one and it seems to drag on forever i mean every time that i get in the situation once i finally get out of it i'm like okay universe i see what you're trying to teach me here i'm <laughs> i'm here for it i get it we won't do this again and then cue the same personality that comes into my life and guess what i'm starting over well yeah that's it, it never stops it never fucking stops it'll never stop you get like <laughs> even me, even even now, right now, I I get little tests all the time, and it's just distractions, it's temptation, it's like what's just thrown in front of you. It's like, oh wow, that would be easy, fun, or comfortable, or like immediately gratifying. But you know, I've done it in the past. Yeah. Where I took that route, holy motherfucker, bad call. Right. And it's funny because like same thing as you. I was like, I know this is a test. I can see it. Like, it's a f on a fucking neon billboard. <laughs> I'm well aware of it. Yeah. And, like, my dumb ass was like, uh-huh, we're going to do it. I want to just, I want to, I really want to feel this one. I got to learn this lesson we're to the core. We're addicted to the struggle, man. Like. Well, if, it, if that's. It's fucked. You know, if you grew up in an environment that, you know, you were living in a high cortisol straight state um in that flight or fight response if, if that's what you know then that's what you know and you're gonna keep seeking it out and so like you know it's just it's fucked in the same way that you know i work with these clients and you're like stop eating the fucking ice cream i get it it's delicious i can eat ice cream now too yes and i'm like wow that tastes really good but just it really doesn't i'm yeah. like Ugh. Just because, like, right. I can immediately feel what it's doing to my body. I'm like, this is not the way. Right. No, I agree. I'm like, I, I want to feel like I can levitate in the morning, and then I have superpowers, and like, fuck, oh, my left testicle just tingled. I can tell you it's going <laughs> to rain in seven minutes. Yes. Like. Okay, <laughs> I don't have those superpowers, but. I mean, you could. I could. I mean, you probably aren't going to grow <laughs> testicles, but. Like you get your own set of yes. superpowers, not yes. testicles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I had another thought. Now it's gone. It'll come to me. Sorry about it. No, totally fine. Just started talking about you with testicles. Yeah, and your I just mind wandered. You're like, fuck. What would I be like if I was like a dude or something? Huh? Right. Huh? Interesting. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Good lord. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember. It'll come eventually, okay. maybe. No worries. Whatever. I can edit things. That's no problem. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't really know where to go from here, honestly. I, I feel like some days I wake up and I'm like, I'm totally cool with where we're at. I'm chatting with other people. He's probably chatting with other people. We're totally fine. And then it's like the reality of that sets in where... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm. <laughs> Look at me switching trains of thought. There nice. you go. You're good. Um, 
again, I think it's also the reason that I'm having a hard time letting him go is because of the fact that I've had myself so closed off to people for such a long time that once I finally allow myself to let those walls down, I'm like, dude, like this has to work because I've let you in. I have become vulnerable to you. So like, fuck you for saying no. You know what I mean? Like, and then it, the fear of, I mean, that rejection just continuously validates my need to put those walls up. And that's scary because I feel like my walls can't get any freaking higher. So, I mean, it just seems like with, like with him, for example, we are so close. Like we are legit best friends. And it, in my mind, because of the fact that like we've both been so open with each other, you would think it would just like seamlessly work. And so when it doesn't, the fear that I have is that it is validating that I should not let those walls down because it doesn't just always work out. It ends up, I get hurt. You're living from a, a fearful standpoint. Always. Because it's happened so many damn times. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's the, the trap. Like this experience, this whole all of our lives, uh, samsara as it's called, the whole process of birth and rebirth and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we live in a paradoxical universe, with you know your yin and yang and the fucking everything is nothing and nothing is everything. Right. So you just propel this situation over and over <laughs> and fucking over again. How do I make it but stop, like, Bo? You just fucking stop. <laughs> just I mean, it's stop. so fucking easy. It's just, uh, how do you make it stop right now? You, okay. You, okay, you go like this. You go, look, dude, I'm choosing myself first because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and, like, you aren't able to meet me or match me on this and because of the fact that we've tried, like, we can't undo that. It can't be undone. I've appreciated you. I've loved you. I love our friendship. But because of, you know, the attempt that we took at this, we can't go back yeah. and I'm choosing myself. And I need you to respect that. And you do you. And then y- you have to, like, the whole, like, if you love someone, something, you set it free shit. It's one of those things where, like, in that moment, when you do that, for the first time in a long time, you choose yourself first. And that's, like, a whole new life for you. Because, like, you know, your current theme, the recurring cycle, that's, you've never done that. No. So you don't know what it feels like. And, like, you will never have that opportunity or have the space to experience that until you do this. And if it's not this dude and you don't choose yourself, this will happen again in some way, shape, or form where, again, you will be given the opportunity to choose yourself first or play the <laughs> game again. It's it's tough because I feel like I have been put in situations where it was easy for me to choose myself. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was not an easy task to accept that my son was going to have to grow up in a life where his parents are separated and hate each other and the challenges that come with that. But I knew that at the end of the day, if he, if my son was going to have a mother who was healthy and sane, that I needed to go and that he was going to grow up also in a life where his parents weren't constantly at each other's throats 
So, I mean, I think, again, because it was such an extreme circumstance that it was easy for me to eventually say, no, I need to put myself first. I'm not okay. And if I'm going to ever be okay, I need to get out of here. Um, so I think my brain, I just have a hard time processing when something is still technically working in a sense where like our friendship is still healthy, but is it, is it, you have to include the totality of the situation. Yeah, no, I agree. The totality of the situation being your feelings for them. And I think that's where it is also hard for me to process the fact that, like, you know, I would expect that he would also be struggling with this, but I just don't think he is. Like, I think he literally is just, like, waking up every day being like, yeah, cool, my, like, my buddy. Like, she's my friend. And whereas I'm not quite there. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely... Because I will read, probably, I probably, I know I read into things more than I probably should, or I just, you know. I think in this situation. Romanticize it. Specifically. I just look at the actions. Yeah. That's it. Don't read into shit. Our brains are here to fuck us. (laughs) Like, your body, your gut, it knows. The mind, oh, that bitch, she's just here to fuck with us. (laughs) I was like, that's that's how you, we just, we have that thing to answer math problems, and to answer specific niche questions that we get asked. Other than that, God knows. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is definitely something that I have learned somewhat to listen to more than I used to. Well, that's progress. I'm <laughs> yeah, proud of you for that. Thank you. Something Can't just positive. flip the light switch and be like, huzzah, <laughs> I've got these figured out. No, that's fair. Yeah. So you get like, you know. Be easy on yourself in that regard. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. I definitely know I've come a long way, but there's obviously, there's a pattern, which I ask myself every single fucking day, how do I break this pattern? But I mean, you just gave me the answer. It's just actually doing it. I have a challenge for you. Yeah. I I fucking double, triple, (laughs) super dog dare you to incorporate this into your life. Okay. Make all of your decisions... Treat yourself how you would expect Hudson to be treated. Mm. And if it's not in alignment with that, you don't do it. Don't do it. I would love to see where your life is a a month from now. Even three, six months even. Like, if you just abided by that and that alone. Because he's your world and you adore him. So just do that for yourself. See what happens. But just like, it's no, can't be fear-based anymore. Because, like, you love him right. unconditionally. Yeah. Like you said, he's everything. Of course. So it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you abide by that and you do nothing but that in terms of, like, how you handle, you know, yourself, your life, and your interactions with other people, if you do that, oh, I mean, it's going to be terrifying at first. It's going to be fucking horrifying. Yes. Because you've never done that. It's a completely new experience. It's like, okay, it's, it's like this. I went skydiving once. And I'm kind of a bit of a psycho, so I wasn't, like, real spooked. But, like, when I was in the plane, and we're getting ready to jump, I was like, ooh, this is a little fucking creepy. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I got, like, nerves and goosebumps. And I'm like, goddamn, I got pissed with shit myself. What's going on here? <laughs> and then we jump out of the plane. I was like, oh, wow. This is so peaceful. Right. This is, like, one of the most peaceful, calming experiences I've ever had in my damn life. 
So am I a psycho? Because when I went skydiving, I wasn't scared for literally a second. Like, not for one second. I mean, power <laughs> to you. I mean, I think... We were up in the plane, and I was like, this is it? I was hoping that I was literally going to be shitting my pants. And I think I was more afraid driving there with the anticipation than actually being in that plane. I was like, okay. Wild. Right? Huh. Yeah. Built different. Very. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been snowboarding with you. I see it. I understand <laughs> it. I get it. Nah, I'm so cautious. I'm not like you. Still uh, not taking uh, jumps, uh, boy. Uh, uh, I'm just, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. See? But it works out. You that's see? fair. The fear, yeah. <laughs> that's true. You've seen me snowboard. I'm like, you're probably like, this fucking idiot is retarded. Psycho. I'm just doing stupid shit. But like, I'm having a great time. You are having like, a great it's time. It's fine. I don't get hurt. I'm chilling. Except for the one time yeah. where I fell and it felt like it's like it's probably yeah. the worst pain in the world where like you're on the mountain and you fall in a way where your ass cheeks get split. Yeah. And then like it's you're like being fucked by like a hot poker right. and you, you can't clench your no. ass. You can't pull it apart. There's nothing there's nothing, nothing. you can do. Can't like sticks no nothing. You just sit there. <laughs> you have to endure and it. Die. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, the takeaway <laughs> and the analogy for this whole episode and for what's going on here is: stop letting the mountain split your ass cheeks. <laughs> you have the power. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I will never forget that. But that I dare is you. my life's motto now. I dare you to do that. I dare you yeah, to not right. accept anything that you wouldn't allow or accept for Hudson. If you want, you can start on Monday. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I need yeah. a couple days to yeah. digest that one for sure. Yeah. Good lord. Oof. That's a totally different take on it. Because, I mean, it's definitely been... The focus has always been, what do I deserve? What would... Like, what should I be tolerating? And apparently, I just don't listen to myself. Do it. Do that's it. That's the problem. I don't listen to my own damn self. Do that. I dare you. I dare yeah, you. I'll do it. Challenge on the yeah. table. Okay. All right. When we check it in. I don't know. Months from now. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a, a good spot. Uh, 